Welcome to the Engineering Career Conversations. I'm Krista Downey, Director of the Engineering Career Center at Cornell University. And I'm Tracy Nathans-Kelly, Director of the Engineering Communications Program. We are excited to bring you this forum where we will host lively conversations that we hope will inspire you. Today we're with Needy Maniar. She's Cornell Class of 2022 with a Chemical Engineering Master's Degree. Needy is a battery engineer. Welcome. Hey, hi, Krista. Thank you so much for a great introduction. It is great to see you. We are excited to share your story. We had a great conversation the other day, and I'm excited for others to learn more about the work you do. Of course. Well, this is Tracy, and I guess I will get us started today. Can you give us a little bit of background about what it is exactly you do at Amazon as a battery engineer? Let's just start there. Sure. Um, So at Amazon, a battery engineer who's someone who's got a deep understanding of the fundamentals of the battery chemistry and the mechanisms, Uh, they're also responsible for optimizing the performance of the batteries and making sure that we have uh, the battery safe and reliable in our devices. Uh, So let me me have a follow-up question then. I always think of Amazon, right, as just this online retailer. So how is it that Amazon is deploying batteries? And needs your help. Of course. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So Amazon has got this devices sector wherein you have Lab 126, uh, wherein you have the tablets, e-readers, you have ring devices, which are the home security devices that Amazon provides. So in all of those devices, you have lithium-ion batteries or some of the other chemistry of batteries going in there. And you need to make sure that your batteries are safe and reliable for the customers to be used. So it's more of consumer electronics right now for Amazon. Oh, that's a great explanation. Thank you for that. Um, So you're a new graduate and you've been there for a little while. So what is it that you enjoy most about this work that you're doing there? Yeah. So there are three things in here which I enjoy the most. Firstly, I think the cross-functional collaboration uh, spirit that we've got at Amazon, um, like the thermal team, the mechanical team, the firmware team, I think you get to know a lot from people and trying to understand their perspective. Uh, The second thing is that the curiosity of learning new things, because I just graduated recently, I have a whole lot ton of things which I need to learn. And um, like, it's just so fascinating that such little battery cells can be so complicated. And um, thirdly, um, I think the feeling of making a difference in the society uh, by being a part of this new battery revolution that's going on across the world. Yeah, say more about that new revolution. Yeah. Uh, So if you see like all of these companies are trying to get more and more greener, they're trying to focus more on electric vehicles, making batteries with higher energy density. So yeah, I think eventually we are definitely going to transition from oil and gas to EVs and batteries. And so for someone who's interested in this work, what are some resources you would recommend? Um, So if somebody who's interested in battery engineering, so again, it depends from uh, company to company on how battery engineers work. Uh, But some of the resources I will recommend from Cornell is to firstly reach out to the Cornell Engineering Career Services to, you know, exactly figure out what you like. And uh, I think in my career, they pay, they played a very instrumental role in helping me figure out what I like and what role should I be focusing on. Um, secondly, I think uh, networking is very important. 
Um, so maybe you can reach out to people on CUE links and LinkedIn and speak to them so that you get to know better about the role that they are currently in and if you like it or not. Yeah, I think these are the resources which will be definitely good. And Cornell has a lot of things to offer apart from this. Excellent. And are there any particular courses or projects that you would recommend students try in order to prepare for this type of work? Yeah. Uh, so specifically, if you're looking for somebody with a battery engineering role in future, I think uh, it is very important for you to work on battery related projects where like, you're trying to work on something really fundamental on a chemistry level. And um, I think there are a lot of courses related to energy at Cornell, which will be helpful. Apart from that, I think one thing I would like to mention is about uh, the management writing course, which the Johnson School offers. I think that's a really great course. I think whichever industry you go into, writing skill is so imp important. And um, I think it's so fundamental. Yeah. Can you say more about that, how you use your writing skills? I know Tracy teaches courses yes, on I do. writing I'm communications. Like... So say more. <laughs> this is very delicious to me. <laughs> Yeah, um, yeah, of course. I think writing skills here at Amazon are given a lot of importance. Uh, say, for example, if you're writing an email, you don't want to like dump your entire brain onto that email. Instead, you need to make it like the high level overview has to be like real quick. Somebody can just go through your email in like a couple of seconds and she'll get, you know, the main takeout of the email and the takeaway of it. So I think, yeah, writing skills are very important that way. And uh, I think entire your career, you've underestimated writing skills so much, like you've never much focused on it. Mm. And now when you take this course at Cornell and you're like, oh, my God, there are so many things that I've been doing wrong with my writing. <laughs> or hopefully so many things you've been doing well. That would be my perspective <laughs> yeah. as well. Right. What are the good things you're doing that you can heighten? And it is really interesting in the College of Engineering. We have that engineering communication requirement. And you were in chemi, correct? Yes. Yeah, so they, they do try to uh, take care of that in-house. And so I'm really excited to hear that you went beyond that and, and found a writing course that supported that extra work. Yeah, definitely. That extra professionalism that you wanted to do. That's, that's a really nice thing to hear. Um, I wanted to also ask you a little bit about job searching and networking and all of that as part of the ecosphere as a, as a new graduate, right? Uh, still very much probably fresh in your mind. Can you walk us through your experience with that? Yeah, sure. I think uh, the first thing that you might want to do with a job search is to focus on the role that you're actually looking at instead of just trying to apply to 1,000 and 2,000 companies, you know? I think having a very targeted approach, maybe just apply to 10 or 15 companies, but be very targeted to them and tailor your resume according to them. That is going to be more helpful than, you know, just making random applications. I think that is very important. Secondly, I think um, instead of just applying directly on their websites, I think it's always better to network with people in that company and then ask for their feedback on your resume. And that is how you build a conversation with them and then eventually ask for a referral. And um, I think the third thing for job search is that um, I think there's this need of stop comparing yourself with your peers. Like you need to have your own journey. You need to have your own goal instead of comparing, oh, my God, somebody found a job and I haven't found a job. I really appreciate that perspective of you have to have your own journey and, and not compare yourself to too many other people. Uh, when you are networking, are you talking about uh, using 
online sources like LinkedIn or GitHub profile? Or do you have other kinds of networking that worked for you in particular? Uh, yeah, I think um, CUE links was pretty helpful. I think uh, overall in my job search, I think the Cornell Alumni Network has helped me a lot. Like you can reach out to any Cornell element, say, hey, I'm looking for this job. Can you help me guide or just provide some constructive feedback on my resume? So I think, yeah, the online portals are really very helpful. Um, and also if there's this opportunity of, you know, attending um, local networking event, that will be great. So really nice ideas. I don't know. What else do you think is important for the audience to know? Um, I think for the audience to know is to, um, I think um, most of the times what we or what I've ended up doing as a student as well is that you try to focus on really complex things when you're doing a research project or something. I think instead of that, just having fundamental knowledge about the work that you're doing is more important and that is more appreciated by the companies than you know trying to do really more complex in your grad school. Now that answer makes my heart sing. <laughs> That's really yes. a wonderful perspective about being, you know, a whole bringing your whole self and, and not just your technical skills, that it's a, an entire package that you bring onto the job. I like that a lot. I wanted to follow up. So let's think about your arc. Uh, I always say, let's think we're, we're back in a time machine, right? And you're going back to being a sophomore. And if you wanted to tell like-minded sophomores, something that you wish you knew <laughs> at that earlier stage. So sophomore, right, we're getting ready to affiliate and make some decisions about paths. What would you recommend to those folks? Um, I think um, I think I will recommend them doing more networking, speaking to more and more people, trying to build that network amongst all Cornelians. And the second thing is to, uh, you know, like actually leverage the resources you have at Cornell, because I think for the first two years, you just ignore, you know, like you are like, okay, I'm not doing this job search. Why do I need to go to the career center? But um, I think it's very important to start engaging and thinking in that direction right from the start. Do you think that networking also happens like not only within projects and your courses and at the career center, of course, uh, but other proper opportunities. I'm thinking of like project teams or items along those lines. Yes, of course. I think networking definitely happens when you're working with diff with uh, students from different departments. But I think one important thing about networking is that it's not just for one particular semester that you're working with that person. You need to build a long-term relationship with that uh, person so that in future also, if you want to approach that person, you can you know go ahead and say, hey, I need some help. I think that is the fundamental mistake that most of the people do with networking is that mm. whenever they need somebody, they will just go and talk to them. But otherwise, you know, like there's no long term communication or, you know, just asking around. That answer makes my heart <laughs> sink because we use the word networking. You know, people know it and yet people hate it. And relationship building is really what it's about. And that curiosity that's behind the relationship building. You didn't use that word, but what you're describing is wanting to get to know people, wanting to understand what they're doing, showing curiosity for some aspect of work that you think you might want to explore, talking to people, seeing if that's a good fit, continuing that relationship, perhaps developing additional skills, learning where you need to focus. I love that you mentioned writing skills, which are so crucial. People think of, um, you know, this work is so heavy in tech, and yet 
you still need to have strong writing skills and strong communication skills, as you mentioned. So this is really good advice, I think, for people who are looking to go into this field. And I know that once, once you're in this work, you know, this is expected for leadership to move up, um, to be promoted into new positions, to take the lead on projects. So I love that you're mentioning all of these things. And that the networking goes both ways. I think that your insight there, especially as a brand new graduate, that you have that insight that I can't just ask people for something and then walk away, right? I owe them. I owe them in return. So thinking about somebody being in your early career, what can you do in return once you've networked or you've asked a mentor's advice? Uh, What is it that an early career professional can offer back to these mentors? Yeah, uh, definitely. I think you. Um, I think it's a two-way thing. Like you can definitely you you also as a new graduate have a lot of things to offer. Say, for example, if they're working on a self-paced project, you can ask them that if there's some scope of you helping them around, and that is a learning opportunity for you as well. And they have got somebody who can support. It's a nice idea. Thank you for that. Oh. We also have some questions that we like to ask everybody quickly at the end, right? Just like little personal interest ones. And so I'll start off with that. Um, So out there in California where you are, (laughs) what do you do to relax or have fun or re-energize yourself after doing all this hard work? Um, Yeah, definitely. There are a lot of scenic points here. Like there are a lot of beaches, mountains around. So what I end up doing is that on weekends, I just take my painting uh, canvas and colors and just go to one of this point and start painting. And and for sure, it's so relaxing. I love it. That's amazing. So do you have a whole bunch of paintings around your apartment? Yes, I do. Oh, me too. <laughs> I love that. Excellent. Okay, great. So what's one place you go for information to stay current in your work? Mm, I think... Um, um, maybe reading research papers will be really helpful to know like what other people are working on. Like even if something's not scalable, but at least you know that, okay, this is a potential thing that could be done with this particular battery chemistry or, you know, like uh, there's a possibility of working in this direction as well. So I think Science Direct and other uh, research papers are a good source. Yeah. What about... Um... I'm just curious for myself, what about things like patents? Do you other like scope out what other organizations are doing in terms of like patenting new battery? Uh, um, so like most of the patents that I've seen so far, I think the kind of language they keep on using in there, it's just like very complicated sometimes. And then even they don't reveal everything, what they mean by an electrolyte or what, you know, what new like for what this particular patent is. Otherwise, somebody might just copy it. So I think patents will be helpful to get a basic idea about it. But um, I think most of the times it's just, you know, the trade secret of that company. Yeah. It's like the secret for Coca-Cola, right? They're not going to show it by patenting it. (laughs) I love that. Uh, Now, if you weren't doing this work right now, what would you be doing? And does it have any relationship to what you thought you might be doing when you were a kid? Yeah, definitely. When I was a kid, I always thought of being a painter. And I think definitely the long term goal is to do painting, like probably go to some European city and just start painting. We'll come with you. I love it. (laughs) (laughs) But I definitely like the current uh, job role, which I've got, because I know I'm making a difference in the society. Um, And I think this is going to lead me somewhere for sure. Excellent. 
I love the sustainability aspect that you mentioned and the safety aspect of your work. Great. Well, thank you so much. We really enjoyed talking with you today. Thank you so much, Krista. Thank you so much, Tracy. We wish you all the luck in the world and thank you for taking your time with us today. Join us for the next episode where we will be celebrating excellence and innovation among engineers whose impact contributes to a healthier, more equitable, and more sustainable world.